0: Welcome back to the Social Ed Podcast. This is episode 62 and today I'm looking at what kind of content marketing is best for your business. There are so many different types of content out there. I listed a couple of different types in my episode earlier this week on where content marketing fits in with your strategy, but this episode I'm looking at how you can determine which types of content are best for your business because you don't have to do them all. In fact, I don't want you to do them all. If you do them all, you'll only burn yourself out and wind up doing nothing at all. These aren't all of the types of content out there, but they are a few of the easier ones that you can start with to get started with regularly putting content out there. Before we dive into today's episode, I have a free gift for you. My free cheat sheet, 50 Ways to Promote Your Content, is packed full of ideas on how to get your content in front of new audiences so that you can start growing your email list and your following and then nurture these people into paying customers or clients. Head to stephtaylor.co forward slash 62 to download it. Okay, so first up, blog posts. Blog posts are kind of the default content type that business owners turn to. Everyone says you should be blogging and so most business owners do. Except the problem is they tend to write a few posts and then leave their blog looking neglected and sad. The key theme you'll see in today's episode is that whatever you choose to do, you need to do it consistently and it needs to be aligned with your strategy. So there's no point blogging about say crystals when you sell car tires. The benefits of blogging are mainly around SEO. And like that's a whole series of podcast episodes in itself. So I'm not going to dig too deeply into it today, but basically blogging helps you get found by Google, but you need to think about what your ideal customer or client will be searching for. What do they need help with? I'm going to share a podcast episode next week on how to write, edit, and publish a blog post in under an hour. So stay tuned for that and hit subscribe. So you don't miss it. Next up is video content. Now, this can be YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TV, whatever video platforms take your fancy. You could even be super savvy about it and repurpose your video content across a few different ones. And that's a great way to do it because then you're really getting the most value out of your content. You don't need to have a fancy camera or fancy lighting or fancy backdrops to do well here. The key to success with video content is to just create videos that add value to your ideal customer or client's lives. Maybe it's a step-by-step tutorial on YouTube, or it's a 30-second video on Facebook sharing a daily or weekly tip. YouTube has the added benefit that it's also a search engine, just like Google. So think about what your ideal customer or client might be searching for and use those keywords in the title and the description of your video you might find it easiest to batch your videos. So record a whole month or weeks worth in one day and maybe look at outsourcing the editing because that's what takes the most time. If you're not keen to spend a lot of time on video content, but you do want to create some, then Instagram stories is a great place to start as these videos tend to be unedited and unscripted and you can just be yourself. The next kind of content is live content. This is a kind of video in a way, but it's not really. Maybe you really enjoy the thrill of Instagram or Facebook lives and you can commit to doing these regularly, whether it's once a month, once a fortnight, once a week, whatever it is. If you can do it, I totally recommend it. They tend to get a lot of views and a lot of engagement, but for many, it's a huge mental hurdle. It took me so long to build my confidence up to go live. I mean, like imagine if I stuffed up in front of all the viewers and you know what? I did stuff up a bit, but the world didn't end. It takes a lot less preparation than normal video content. It allows your audience to interact and you don't need to edit it. So it's a great alternative to normal video content. And then last on the list is podcast episodes. I might be a bit biased, but I think podcasts are kind of the best thing since sliced bread. Like seriously, the best. People can listen to them while they're commuting, driving, walking, wherever. They do take a fair bit of commitment though, and consistency is the key to successful podcasts. If you promise your listeners a new episode every Tuesday, you'd better deliver it. One of the good things about podcasts is that they can be repurposed into blog posts. So simply get the episode transcribed and then edit it a bit for legibility, then publish it and voila, you can reap the SEO benefits. If you don't want to commit to a regular podcast show, you could look into an app like Anchor where people host small, sort of impromptu kind of shows and you can get callers to even dial in. Okay, so these have been the four most popular types of content that you can consistently create and to some extent, you can automate the creation bit a little bit, mostly the the scheduling and the publishing. Next episode, I'm going to look at how you can get started with creating content if you think you aren't creative. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss this. Also, make sure you head to stephtaylor.co forward slash 62 so that you can download my free cheat sheet, 50 Ways to Promote Your Content. And if you haven't left a rating and a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts yet, Would you please take a second and do one? It means a lot to me if you do. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.